Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America. Happy Saturday. What a show we have for you. Buckle your seatbelt. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we broke a story about a former Democratic candidate for office in Central Florida in Orange County. She was running for Orange County supervisor. And she said she had become aware of illegal ballot harvesting in Florida. Her allegations were so well documented. The state of Florida has now begun a full-scale investigation. Well, in that same county... In that same part of Florida, there is a new whistleblower. This man, a gentleman named Brian Freed, was the IT director for the Orange County Elections Office. And he says he stumbled into some very serious security breaches that exposed voters' very sensitive personal data to other people, allowed it to escape. There was some stolen software on computers, all sorts of wrongdoing. And he tried to get it fixed. He tried to bring it to the attention of authorities in his office, kept getting shot down on the proper solutions. So then he went to the state to begin raising concerns with state officials. His bosses came to him, said, you got to sign a non-disclosure agreement or you're fired. He's like, I can't sign a non-disclosure agreement. I'm blowing the whistle to the state and other authorities. They fired him. Well, Brian Fried and his lawyer, they're going to join us at the top of the show today. You're going to hear two blocks of conversation about what Brian Fried went through, what he found, what's going on there. Now, we've asked for comment from Orange County election officials. We've asked for comment from the state of Florida. That All that will be on justthenews.com when you go to the website today. But this is the firsthand account of a frontline whistleblower in Florida by the name of Brian Freed. You're going to want to hear that. Then in the next part of the show, Kevin Brady, the ranking Republican on the House Ways and Means Committee, the Purse Strings Committee of Congress. He's here to tell us what he's policing against as Democrats end their time in control of the House. Any last minute spending that might show up in an omnibus bill, he's going to talk about that. And though he's retiring, he has some advice for his colleagues about how best to bring government spending under control when Republicans take over the House 
in January. Kevin Brady, some really great comments there. And then we're going to finish up with our good friend, Bernie Carrick, the former NYPD commissioner. He has a lot to say about what's been going on in New York. Hideous, heinous crimes, spreading, exploding, and so little effort by state and local officials to bring it under control. Bernie Kerr is going to talk about that. He also has some strong thoughts about the deal Joe Biden made for Brittany Griner, the WNBA basketball player. We're all glad she's home and safe. But was it worth trading Victor Boat? Did Joe Biden make a mistake? Bernie Carrick says Vladimir Putin won the day on that deal. He's going to explain why at the last segment of our show today. So sit back, enjoy a Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. So glad you could join us today. We're going to be right back with that whistleblower, Brian Freed, right after these commercial messages. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. About a month ago on this very show, we broke a story about a whistleblower who had come forward, a Democrat who had run for office in Orange County, for the county commissioner's office, and she divulged really compelling evidence that there had been illegal ballot harvesting, illegal ballot trafficking occurring in Central Florida, in the area around Orlando. That uh, story has resulted in a criminal investigation opened by Florida state authorities. Well, it turns out that isn't the only problem going on in one of Florida's most influential counties, Orange County. Uh, there is a new whistleblower 
whistleblower who has come forward. He worked inside the election offices of the county, and he has an extraordinary story to tell us tonight. His name is Brian Freed. He worked as an information supervisor in the Orange County election office. He's joined by his lawyer, Gary Wilson. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Very compelling story you have. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Thank you, John. Brian, you uh, joined the, the county government. You began working in, as an information officer uh, for technology inside this election office. Tell us what you discovered very early on in your work. Um, well, uh, as you had mentioned, I've been the, the director for information securities for the past two and a half years. I've also been the systems security administrator for the state of Florida. Every SOE office has to have one. So I'm responsible for all cybersecurity that takes place within the um, office itself. That what I had discovered, it's, I'm sorry, it's a little bit of a long story, um, but this happened, started back in March of this year. In March of this year, uh, one of my direct reports, my employees, a programming manager, had an incident in her office, and I went to talk to her about it. She had told me that there was an issue with regards to one of the employees asking her to build a thumb drive. Now the thumb drives that are used are for the electronic poll books. So if you have voted in Orange County, you'll see that there is this tablet that is used. When you come in, it manages all of the voter information, right. voter records. So everything is on there for the voter to actually go in, be verified and cast their vote. So one of the issues with this request was the fact that no thumb drives should be leaving the office with regards to having this database on. It is an unredacted database, which means that it has every single Orange County voter in it, their information, as well as all of the unredacted information for all of our protected voters. Mm. Now, the reason that's a big deal is because that uh, all of the protected voters are politicians. So Jerry Demings, Val Demings, their information is in there. Other politicians, police officers, firefighters, judges, attorneys, as well as those people who have been victims of domestic violence. So there's over 4,100, uh, there was over 4,100 uh, unredacted voters information included in this uh, thumb drive. Wow. Now for years, this the policy has been, or supposed to have been, that all of the tablets are built in-house and the thumb drives that are sent out are blank and they're just used for transferring the database from one tablet to another tablet only on the morning of uh, the election. So it's very tight constraints, very tight management and administrative of these thumb drives but having found this out in March led me to be very concerned because I asked the manager who was in charge of this and they said, don't worry about it. The person who asked it, they're new, didn't know the process, didn't know what's going on. I raised that issue, that concern of mine up to the supervisor of election. He gave me almost the same answer. So it stuck with me. Normally, you know, if I have a good um, reason for doing something, for somebody doing something that I will let it go. But this stuck in my head because the answers were so very similar that it was as if they had talked about it before I had got to his office. Wow. 
Amazing. Now we have been preparing for an election in April and in May timeframe, there was a problem with one of the systems in house that we needed to have fixed. Um, our person, my systems administrator that worked for me, they were in the process of investigating, trying to fix it when the problem automatically got fixed. In the past, there was a problem with vendors coming in, remoting into systems and making changes without us knowing, which is very unsecure. And while I was there, I put an end to that. So I wanted to make sure it was still not happening. Uh, come to find out that there was a person who was um, at this time an elections manager that um, went in and made the modifications. They made the changes, even though it was not their job to do so and raised a lot of red flags it was very concerning to me that this person had this type of administrative rights. So um, I began an investigation internally to find out how widespread this issue was and come to find out that um, once we uh, looked at this person's computer, we had found out that this person, this individual had pirated software had a lot of system administrative tools, logins and passwords on their computer, actually had mailboxes, data files of multiple employees in the office, hmm. as well as confidential PCI, PII information about every employee he worked there. So I raised this concern, this issue to the supervisor of election. My recommendation was that this person be immediately terminated for not only violating uh, office policy, policies that I had written, but also for committing potential felonies because hiring software could be a felony under the um, right circumstances. So um, the response back was no, that he wanted a third party to come in to take a look at it, which is what we did. I went out, found a company called Redbeard um, Investigation and Intelligence. They came in and did a forensic audit, and they found the same thing I had found. They found 13 instances of pirated software, system administrative tools on the computer, logins, passwords for all of the systems, which we could circle back at the end because this is a really big problem, and mailboxes, data files for multiple employees, and what have you. So it was at that time in May that called to memory those issues that happened back in March with the request for this thumb drive. So I kicked off another investigation to find out that about how these thumb drives were made, how they were used, and come to find out that uh, this person, the elections manager, who at the time was working for the um, technical services manager, both of them um, made it a policy to actually put all of the voter information onto these thumb drives and this had been happening for a number of years. And a number of those thumb drives had been lost. There was no management of the thumb drives. All of those thumb drives could have gotten out. The data could have been exfiltrated. So um, the, my concern was that there was, you know, 4,100 plus uh, protected voters whose information may have been leaked. So I contacted, I went through the proper channels starting in May. Uh, well, actually starting in June, uh, beginning of June, and had been continuously following up, following up, sending emails after emails. There were over 20 emails sent to the different 
uh, organizations kept escalating. It wasn't until I got in touch with that newly created office of Pete Antonich, right. Antonich the governor, under the governor for the um, Office of Election Security, uh, Election Integrity and Security. So once I got <coughs> in touch with their office, um, I was contacted, our bill was contacted, the supervisor of election was contacted by the chief information security officer for the Florida Department of State and was recommended that uh, he reach out to all of those protected voters and let them know that their data may have been leaked. Okay. So, and Brian, we're gonna uh, we are coming up on a hard commercial break. We're gonna ask if you could stick around for another segment because I want to dig a little yes. further into this. Um, uh, right now, just real quick, we're going to commercial break. Uh, you have lost your job because you wouldn't sign a non-disclosure agreement. Is that correct? Yes. Wow. So you're the one who gets punished for all this. We're going to come back, talk more. Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll bring a little more into this. It's a really remarkable story, folks, of a system that punishes the whistleblower instead of those who are doing the wrongdoing. We're going to cover more of it right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. 
We are joined once again by Brian Freed, former employee of Orange County, Florida Elections, and his attorney, Gary Wilson. Brian, we uh, thank you for, for being on, of course. But also, we just left off with you, uh, the part of the story where you get fired. You brought forward concerns about data that was put on this thumb drive, unsecured. It seems to me that we are seeing a pattern here where when people within an organization bring forward concerns uh, that they are oftentimes fired or some type of, you know, professional appropriate um, program. As far as you getting fired, are you concerned that this is going to get stifled now or are you hopeful in a state investigation? Well, I'm hopeful about the state investigation. I was just contacted today, as a matter of fact, by the State Department who wants me to come down and help them with the investigation. And to your point about being terminated, yes. Um, this has been an issue, this has been a big concern. It was a big shock to me that I was terminated. Um, the timing was not a shock because, um, well, I had been, uh, as I mentioned, for two and a half years, a employee of the Supervisor of Elections Office. And during that time frame, all of my performance appraisals have been exceeds expectations. Um, we have wrapped up uh, hundreds of projects in my tenure while we were there. The systems, the environment, everything is much more secure than when I was started. But yes, I do see a pattern of people who um, are punished for doing the right thing. I was obligated to do this because it is the right thing. And, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong, that if you do make a mistake, I expect people to own up to it. And this was one of those things that we could have resolved relatively quickly if um, the office had taken the advice and notified those 4,100 people, uh, 4,100 protected voters, of this possible data exfiltration. But they had chose not to, and instead what they wanted to do was to try and cover it up. Just as um, with the Redbeard investigation, um, my recommendation was to terminate the person involved they had said no, that they were going to give him the option to resign after being put on paid administrative leave. And he got all of his benefits, you know, got a neutral uh, recommendation letter. So, yes, it seems as though those who do the right thing in this environment, in this office, are penalized. Those who keep their mouths shut are rewarded. It's really an extraordinary story. Unfortunately, we've seen it in Washington, too. But here we are in the state of Florida where there are strong election integrity laws. Gary, I want to ask you for a second. You had a chance to look at this. I know there's some litigation coming forward. But for the average voter in Orange County, in Orlando, in the state of Florida in general, uh, how concerned should an average voter be that their data, their secret data may have been breached? And what sort of data could have potentially been exposed? Well, that's a great question, John. And as a 50-plus year resident of Orange County myself, uh, grew up here, um, I was shocked. Um, I've been doing employment law for a little over 30 years and representing some whistleblowers. And um, I was just stunned at, at what, not, not only the timing, uh, which is what you look for in a whistleblower, how close in time between blowing the whistle and then the adverse action happening. And it was almost instantaneous here. As soon as Brian, with... Uh, great performance reviews, no prior discipline. He comes in and he's, he's told, uh, we're giving you this agreement. You can either sign it or you're going to be terminated. And then it had a, uh, what you call the non-disclosure, but it had a, uh, a confidentiality clause where he couldn't talk about this. And our supervisor of elections, he's been in office for what? 30, 30 years. Over 30 years. 
I think this smacks of someone who's just gotten comfortable in their position and thinks that they can be lax with security. And it should be uh, really extremely concerning, not only to those individuals, those politicians, but uh, we have men and women in uniform. Uh, he had a son who served our country. I have a nephew in the military. Uh, I've represented law enforcement over the years. Uh, and those men and women that put their life uh, at risk, there's a reason that Florida, uh, Florida has a statute that protects their personal information from disclosure. And now we know that those 4,100 names uh, were um, uh, a security breach occurred. There's other things that we've learned that Mr. Freed uh, hasn't had a chance to tell you about, such as uh, voting uh, volunteers who assist on election day going home with thumb drives <laughs> on a Friday afternoon and a laptop, right? Or a, a, they go home with the tablet. Uh, with a tablet. Yes. And and our, our, there's no accountability, and they have this all over the whole weekend until Tuesday morning uh, with with this information on a thumb drive. And 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 these people are uh, we don't understand how they're vetted and can't be vetted as thoroughly as we would like. But these are people that that have access to this information, uh, so it should be deeply concerning to any American. Um, uh, if, you, if you're a patriot, uh, and I know you are, John uh, and Andrea, that this should not be allowed to happen in our country. Um, uh, we should have. I know voting integrity is a big issue these days, but here we have it right here in Orange County, uh, um, a, a a a county that is often in the crosshairs <laughs> of these yeah. elections that right. can be awfully close. And uh, the, the lack of accountability and the security breaches are, are terribly concerning. And there's more to what you heard a little bit today. Wow. Yeah. We, we've unfortunately grown very accustomed to discussing the content of laptops and computers. And this is no less concerning than the content we've been talking about. I wanted to ask you, though, um, do you... Do you feel comfortable that this was an isolated scenario, that it was just a flash in the pan, or are you concerned that this has been propagated in other counties and precincts across Florida or even in other states? Brian, you should probably answer that since you right. deal with other uh, I have talked, your peers. I have talked to other counties. I do attend a lot of meetings with regards to the security agencies. And this, I hope, I believe that this is an isolated incident pertaining only to Orange County. It may be widespread, it might be more rampant, but there is, um, from what I've seen, what I have witnessed, what I know, I am thinking and believing that this is only related to Orange County. That may be the only silver lining to a very difficult story. I mean, the idea that you lost your job is so extraordinary for just doing the right thing. The very thing your job called you to do, Brian, really remarkable. I, I, we here applaud you for bringing this forward. And tomorrow, we're going to have a much more detailed story going even deeper into the details on Just the News. So we're going to get people even more educated. Last thoughts. we got about 20 seconds. Uh, what's the next most important thing for the state to do? Uh, the most uh, the most important thing for the state is to uh, meet with us, go through, show them all of the evidence. Um, I am also working with the Orange County Election Integrity Task Force. Great. To actually go through and identify other potential leaks. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best 
to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, everybody. If you're one of those folks who pays attention to what happens on Capitol Hill, you've probably noticed a trend that at the beginning and the end of every year, it seems like that is when things on Capitol Hill become most active. Either they are deciding on leadership as they are now, or they're spending money, and this December and coming January are no different. Joining us now is the ranking member of the House Ways and Means Committee and a true fiscal conservative. He is Congressman Kevin Brady from the great state of Texas. Congressman, welcome back. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. We, we are happy to have you. I will say, though, we are not happy that you are not going to be a part of the 118th Congress since you are retiring. We wish that you were still going to be there. But I wanted to ask you about uh, this commitment to America. There are four tenets. The first one is the economy as a true fiscal conservative. I know that the economy is something that you have been laser focused on for the 118th Congress going into next year. How can they focus the most on the economy and improve things for Americans? Yeah, so great question, because clearly the economy is in very poor shape. It's really a cruel economy for most Americans, by the way. We see Americans skipping meals, digging into their retirement savings, uh, delaying retirement itself, looking for extra work, just trying. They're, they're going in the greatest debt uh, faster than any time in the last 15 years. So it is really, and we haven't hit the winter heating bills yet. So, uh, you'll see Republicans focus on less government spending, taxes, and regulation that drive inflation and more American made energy, uh, reconnecting workers to their jobs, you know, more innovation that can drive prices down. So essentially our focus will be to do the opposite of what President Biden does. We'll also see a focus on China, their economic aggression, predatory trade practices, and some free market approaches to make America the most innovative nation on the planet because we believe for our kids' future and the economy, economic future, the country that wins the race on innovation really wins the economic future in the world. World. Yeah, so true. And I know the Commitment America puts a big emphasis on making a China-proof American economy, making sure that we're not dependent. Do you see some developments where maybe Democrats will cross over, join Republicans in the next Congress and start moving some of that um, uh, sourcing of materials and manufacturing back in the United States? Yeah, I sure hope so. In fact, I really thought that would happen this last year but it, or two years, but it's been so partisan. Even when we had proposed, Kevin McCarthy proposed a bipartisan China task force to go after those predatory trade practices right. and their aggression. You know, Speaker Pelosi just, you know, 
denied being wouldn't be part of that. But I think it's bipartisan. We, we need to, to move those critical medical supplies, uh, ingredients, um, medicines out of China, anchor them here in the U.S., uh, clearly have them go through our reliable trading partners. And you, I, I think that is a shared goal. It should have been in part of this uh, China bill that was worked on here for the past three or four months. And ultimately, they didn't accomplish much there. So, yeah, I've been disappointed, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Congressman, I wanted to ask you about one more of the items on that commitment to America. The last one, which seems to me is the most important, because if you take care of accountability, then the other three, safety, freedom and the economy, uh, at least improve. But as far as accountability, we've had a lot of folks on the show who have talked about the accountability that they want to force in this new Congress with investigations and things like that. But even fiscally, accountability is so important. Do you think that Republicans heading into the new Congress have enough of a focus on accountability to please their constituents such that 2024 will be successful for Republicans again? Yes, I do. And thank you for for laying it out the right way. This is about, you know, uh, pulling the curtain curtain back on government to root out uh, fraud, waste and abuse to uh, determine is the government working for you or against you. And we think the public has a right to know, you know, how much fraud has been lost in all those COVID programs. By some estimations, it is the greatest theft of American tax dollars in history, some $400 billion. They, they ought to know, you know, what is the IRS doing with their tax returns? Why can't they just get their returns back? You know, why are their tax returns being leaked? You know, why is the IRS still con- uh, pursuing this bank surveillance scheme that is really dangerous to privacy in America? There are a number of these provisions in the Ways and Means Committee, at least, that we're going to focus on. It really is about that accountability in the public's right to know, you know, how their government is behaving. Yeah, such an important mission ahead of us. Uh, Congressman, um, there is an f- amazing fact in the year-end fiscal ba- budget, which was we ended 2022 with $4.9 trillion in tax revenues. And there's two reasons I want to ask you about. One is you cut taxes in 2017-18. It actually grew the economy and grew tax revenue. The second part of it is how can the federal government not live with a $5 trillion revenue stream? It's insane. Uh, look, um, we knew if we grew the economy, we got people back uh, to work. Their, their uh, uh, pay, pay wages were going up twice as fast as inflation. So every month they were getting a really a pay increase versus what they're seeing today. We knew that would grow the, the revenues record levels in Washington, really for three years now. And they're still outspending that. And, and that's because over the last two years, President Biden and the Democrats have spent three trillion dollars more than, than the budget actually, and it's a big budget anyway. So right. look, um, the only way you get your financial house in order is growth and guardrails. Growth of the economy produces a lot of record revenues, but you have to have guardrails around spending. We've got to over time, and I and others have introduced bills that would over time sort of uh, shrink the federal government to the right, right size it compared to the economy. So that's both good for the economy and jobs. It also avoids that financial crisis that I think every developed country is at risk of, including the United States. Yeah. Yes. And and I wanted to ask you about another crisis. Um, It seems that the Biden administration, excuse me, is looking to aid Ukraine with respect to its, its energy infrastructure. 
seems to me that here in the United States, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I caught the bug that John had. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry about that. Seems to me that here in the United States, you know, we, we are up against winter, as you were talking about. It hasn't even gotten to its worst, where people are going to be getting these exorbitant bills. It seems to me that maybe we should be focused on our own gas prices, diesel shortage, and uh, energy issues instead of helping Ukraine. Would you agree? Yeah, the short answer is yes. I, I think the hypocrisy here is the same president who's been hammering American-made energy pipelines, refining all of that. Now, in, in considering banning any sales like to our allies, you know, in Europe and around the world, uh, including Ukraine, but but now he's encouraging them to invest in that infrastructure in Ukraine when he won't do it here in the United States. So, you know, he's been trying to play it on both sides here on energy, but I think most taxpayers see through this in a big way. And I, I am very, one, I think we need to provide stability for those who are getting hammered by Putin and helping Ukraine every way we can. But you should do that by being stronger here at home as well, especially on our energy security and our energy poverty issues. Yes, that's, I think so many people are nodding their head when they hear that. Um, sir, I want to ask you about the lame duck session. There's always a chance of big spending. Democrats are going to try to get a whole year out of the final month of Congress. What's your plan for getting through the lame duck and getting the right sized budget bill through the end of the year? Yeah, we don't need another government spending spree. Cannot afford it. Uh, inflation cannot afford it. Um, and so, you know, normally I'm not a fan of a short term spending bill, but compared to another full year blowout, I think that's a responsible thing to do. Secondly, obviously, in February or March, you know, now the power of the purse is shared between Republicans and Democrats. That changes the equation in a major way. I do think there are some modest but important tax trade and healthcare temporary provisions that we ought to extend for several years. The cost is very small, at least for the Republican items here. Uh, I think the problem here and why it might not happen uh, in those minor, those modest provisions is Democrats still want $120 billion a year child tax credit, right. all these provisions that are just budget busters. And the fact of the matter is, since the election, Things have changed. You know, it is, a, it is a new approach here. We've got to be financially responsible. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Welcome back, everybody. Unfortunately, the state of New York is capturing many news headlines lately, and not for good reasons, and many of them regard crime. Take a look at this one from just yesterday. NYPD union leader rips policies that released deadly shooter after multiple gun arrests. Our next guest was the former New York City police commissioner and made sure that the citizens of New York were as safe as possible. Joining us now to talk about out of control crime and much more is Bernie Carrick. Bernie, it's great to have you back. Thanks, Amanda. It seems like it's a weekly occurrence that we see stories where someone uh, commits a, a devastating and tragic crime. It's someone who has been released with no bail, uh, someone who, it, you know, it's a recidivistic crime, something that has, has happened before. How on earth do states like New York and California get this under control? Well, first thing they got to do is get rid of the district attorney in Manhattan. Second thing they got to do is either get rid of the governor or make the governor do her job. Uh, the fact that she has kept these bail reform laws in place, which according to the NYPD, 83% of the people arrested on illegal gun charges wind up back in the streets within 24 hours. If you're gonna have laws like that on the books, uh, you're gonna continue to have substantial increases in violent crime and murder. And, uh, you know, they're not doing anything about it. Yeah, it's strange. And the governor had a strange retort in the last 24, 48 hours when talking about the problems in New York. She said, well, we don't want to become like San Francisco and California. I'm not sure there's a whole lot of difference between the two now. But I think it's probably a sign that she knows that she's uh, uh, starting to be held accountable by the everyday citizens of New York. What's your take on her last comment? Uh, you know what, John? It's um, it the only thing I can say is she's either delusional or she hasn't been to the city in a while. Because if you travel down Fifth Avenue from the 70s right down to the 50s, uh, right around the Plaza Hotel, all along Fifth Avenue, there are tents and homeless and, you know, just a number of derelicts and, and panhandlers and garbage Tons of garbage. Um, that stuff never happened under Giuliani. It never happened under uh, Bloomberg uh, and only started happening under de Blasio and continues to happen, unfortunately, under Eric Adams. Um, they're not doing anything about it. They're letting it go and it's only getting worse. Mm. So she's she, she has no idea really what's going on in the city. Mm. Yeah. Bernie, I wanted to ask you, you know, America's finest, unfortunately, I think that the morale is very different now uh, than it was when you were in your position as commissioner. Um, we've seen huge numbers of retirements in police departments across America. Is this trend continuing and and how do they ultimately reverse this? Is it incentives um, as far as pay and benefits? Is it just, you know, is it a cultural thing that you can't really fix until you fix the culture? How do you turn it around? You know what, Amanda, it's a good question. And it's not, I think people have to realize it's just not retirements. You have people in the NYPD that have two, three years, four years on the job, and they're quitting. They're looking for other jobs in other departments in other states. Um, nobody wants to work uh, for an administration that's not going to support them, indemnify them. Nobody wants to work for an administration that has handcuffs on the cops and doesn't allow them to do their jobs. Until that stuff changes, 
until Eric Adams takes the handcuffs off the cops and starts putting handcuffs on the bad guys. Until that happens, he's going to continue to lose New York City cops at rates that we have never seen before. Never in the history of the NYPD have we seen anything like this. Mm, demoralizing. Brings you back even probably worse to the days of David Dinkins. It's a, just a, a remarkable moment. Um, Bernie, I want to move to the international stage. Uh, a big uh, uh, hostage trade today, a prisoner trade today. Brittany Griner comes home. I know Americans are glad about that. But we give up Victor Boot and we leave behind a brave Marine who's been in Russian custody for four years. Um, your thoughts on whether Joe Biden got the right deal? No, he didn't get the right deal. Uh, you know, he got the right deal for Putin. Putin got the right deal. Uh, Putin got exactly what he wanted. Um, he knew that Joe Biden would fall for this, you know, this woke trade, if you will. And that's what it was. Look, I'm happy for the Griner family. I'm happy Griner get out. But the bottom line is Putin knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing um, with this trade. And he held his guns uh, until Biden went along with it. It's a shame. Um, the Marine should have been the guy to go. He's been there longer. Um, trumped up charges. Uh, somebody that fought for this country. Um, you know why we weren't fighting for him as much as we were fighting for Griner. I don't know. But the bottom line is it's a great day for Putin. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up that aspect of it. Because to me, these are two very different scenarios. Um, I hear a lot of people out there saying that Brittany Griner was wrongfully convicted. She wasn't. She broke the law of the country she was entering. She had played there in the past. She knew what the rules were. Uh, and then someone like Paul Phelan, who, like you said, served our country and they were trumped up charges. Do you think that uh, as, as far as the political split in America, that folks on both sides of the aisle are seeing just what a tragic case this is? Yeah, you know what? That's uh, ironically, Amanda, I had people call me from New York City. Uh, these are Democrats. These aren't conservatives. They're not Republicans. Um, outraged at, at what happened, uh, did not agree um, with the release. Um, and like I said, personally, you know, I, I'm a big guy on criminal justice reform. I think the punishment was way, way in excess of what it should have been. Um, I don't think uh, she should have been given not a nine year sentence. I'm glad she got out. But the bottom line is this is a victory for Putin. And he knew by releasing Griner, he knew Putin knew that that would cause discourse. You know, your other your other guest earlier was talking about discourse that the Russians right. cause. This yeah. is one of those moves. Putin knew exactly what he was doing and how to play Biden. All right, folks, that wraps up the Saturday edition. We've got a great Sunday brunch edition tomorrow, starting with the former FBI intelligence chief, Kevin Brock. He's going to talk about his concerns about FBI censorship, the story we broke earlier this week with the testimony of Elvis Chan, the FBI agent out in San Francisco. Many other guests, Congressman Roddy Davis and Andrew Clyde, Elaine Parker from the Small Business Group, Job Creators Network, and, of course, Troy Miller the head of the NRB, the Religious Broadcasters Association, all here tomorrow for Sunday brunch. Don't miss that. And remember, if you want to go out and check out our new holiday guide, go to justthenews.com slash offers. Justthenews.com slash offers. Incredible discounts on everything from an AMAC membership 
to heat holders, incredible gifts, which I'm buying a lot of for stocking sufferers this year, to Omaha Steaks, you name it. All of our partners have made special holiday offers just for you. Go check it out at justthenews.com slash offers. That's a way to get short circuit some of your holiday shopping. Go check it out. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow for Sunday Brunch Edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.